Welcome to the August 1st edition of the OTP. This is the official Titans podcast. My name is Mike Keith, joined as always by Amy Wells. Hey, Mike. And our special guest today, it's it's Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> Woohoo! Former Titan great Albert Hainsworth in the house. Did you ever hear me say that on the radio like that? Did you ever? Because I still get that from people when they say, it's Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> I always loved your voice when you said that. Well, do you know why I said – a funny story about that. So you're a rookie in 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, your position coach, Jim Washburn, one of the best D-line coaches in the NFL and a unique and special human being. You may remember that when you were a rookie, he was on your butt a lot. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you got in a game late in the season and made a big play and – I mean, he was, golly. And so for you to do something good, it seemed like a surprise based on what he said about you every day. And so that was how I responded. It's Albert Hainsworth. Look at that. So, um, and of course, then he became like your biggest fan and and did so much for your career. Still is. I I still talk to Wash all the time. He wants me to uh, come on and ride motorcycles with him. You know, so. uh, Will you go ride motorcycles with him? Yeah. Of course. I just got to get one here. Okay. You know, they're mine are all around the country, just not one here. So <laughs> hopefully I can bring one down and we go ride. So what is Albert Hainsworth doing right now? I know you're here today for alumni day with a lot of your former teammates watching practice. What else is going on in your life? Uh, really, you know, I'm just uh, watching my kids, you know, grow up. You know, they're like, they're getting old. I'm getting old. You know, uh, I got a 17-year-old and a 14 or soon-to-be 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. Um, and I say like a 3-year-old. It keeps me young. So Wow. Just watching the kids. And then, uh, you know, I got a couple of investments around here. So, you know, just uh, watching that and enjoying life and uh, getting to go to a few Titans games when I get a chance. So what was it about this event today that made you want to come back and get the band back together a little bit? Well, uh, I just moved back into town uh, last year, really. And, um, you know, and, and be honest, like for a few years, I, I had like a bad taste in my mouth from like, you know, from being here because I really wanted to stay. And, you know, of course, I didn't get I didn't sign here. So uh, so I kind of like stayed away. But now, you know, like I, I love the Titans. Like this is where my career began, you know, and I mean. You know the fans are great. They're they're always awesome. Um, you know they they you know just nice nice people. So like I feel like this is my home. So this year is uh, ironically like I guess my tenth year from leaving, or you know from from not being here. So I wanted to come back and uh, I'll be back a lot more. Like I'm gonna go to the games and things like that. I went to a lot of games last year, but. Uh, uh, you'll see me more here. How gratifying is it that people still love to see you when you're out in public? It's great. I mean, it feels like almost yesterday or something that I was here. You know, it's a, it's a different feeling. Like, this place is special. People don't quite understand uh, how Nashville is. And, and especially, uh, even if they're not Titans fans, and they're going to be Vol fans, you know, and, and, and love you for that. So, 
to, and you're you know, both. Yeah, to play for <laughs> both. I mean, it's just like a it's a double whammy. So it's awesome, awesome to be here. Being out on the practice fields today, watching the guys run around, are you having a lot of memories flash through your head? Yeah, just standing out there, made my back hurt. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's training camp, you know. But uh, no, it was great. You know, I mean, I think uh, now, like, the the CBA is taking care of the guys. I hear they only get to practice uh, really once a day. I mean, I wish we had that. Shoot, I might still be playing right now. <laughs> Taylor LeWan gets a big contract last week and becomes the highest-paid offensive lineman in NFL history, at least for now. Mm-hmm. At one point, you were the highest-paid defensive lineman in the National Football League, was your contract the first $100 million contract, at least on paper, obviously, but yep. the first one? It was. It was the first uh, yeah, first defensive player to ever uh, have $100 million. And to be honest, I remember that day uh, you know, quite well. I was uh, actually staying in the Icon, that's you know, where I lived, and uh, I get this like, calling and all this stuff. It's like, got to be like 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, phone is like blowing up and I'm like not answering I ain't thinking about it and then uh, finally somebody knocked on my door and then they're like hey you need to answer the phone it's my agent so he was just like hey we, we got a deal with Washington for for a hundred million and I'm like really like <laughs> I like that's oh. not, not didn't sound like, like a guy oh, who well. just got an offer for a hundred no. million I was like oh okay like uh, he was just like yeah, it's like the largest contract. I was like, all right, well, uh, yeah, I'll just call you back in an hour when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just, I didn't I really, I didn't, didn't, I wasn't even thinking about it, to be honest. Really wasn't thinking about it whatsoever. And I think, uh, I think the, the last thing I said to him before that, I was like, did the Titans call? And he was like, no, 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 no. They're, they're probably not going to do it. I'm just like, all right. So I was like, went back to sleep. And then, uh, and then he, like, called me again probably, like, an hour and a half later. It's like, hey, they want you to come up there and do a signing, or, you know, or, like, the sign and all that stuff. I'm like, uh, okay. Do, so. you, do you think your reaction was partially for the fact that you just really, in your heart, didn't want to leave here? I didn't. I did want to leave here. I mean, I, I love Wash, you know. Uh, I love, like, Jeff. Jeff was great in just being here. I mean, this is home. You know, like, uh, I started – here in Tennessee uh, when I was 17, you know, I, I graduated high school on a Friday and then I started classes on a Monday at UT. So and then I was there at UT for two and a half years and then I get drafted here. So like this was my home and this is where I wanted to stay. I mean, it didn't work out that way. Now, if uh, you know, if like like Floyd said, if he was still the GM, he said I would have never left. So that would have been. That would have been awesome. But, you know, I was glad to just to be back and see the guys and see the facility, how it's changed and stuff, you know. I read somewhere that you have said that leaving the Titans was one of your biggest regrets throughout your career. Do you still stand by that? I do. I do because uh, we had fun here. It was a family here. Like, uh, I still have, like, all the guys, we're, we're still close. Like, it was still, like, it was just out in practice the other day, you know what I mean? Or, um, you know, like Keith, you know, we hang out, uh, you know, all the time. So, I mean, just it's, it's, it's like a family here. and It's not like a, a business, you know, and that's the ugly part of the NFL is the business. It's not like people just want to leave unless they didn't have a good time. But, you know, here being here for seven years, 
really knowing everything, uh, you know, everything about this, you know, you don't want to leave and go change. So, um, I mean, I just, yeah, I regret, I regret it. You know, I don't, I don't really care about the money, you know, I mean, it's cool and all, but you know, I still make great money here. And I think about the partnership you had with Kyle Vandenbosch too, and the trust that Wash had in the two of you to, to run the games that you ran he said, these are two of the smartest football players I've ever been around. If one of them decides to go one way and the other one decides to go the other way, I trust them. They know yeah. what they're doing. Talk, if you would, about Vanden Bosch, what he meant to you and what kind of football player he was. Just a uh, cow, man. I mean, like a motor, like you wouldn't believe. I'm like, he was like the Energizer Bunny. I mean, he was ridiculous and, and, and super smart. And we were like, Totally two different, like, players. And that was the funny thing that drove Wash nuts. Well, I mean, not really nuts, but, you know, like, Kyle would have a whole, like, notebook of stuff and, and, like, writing down everything. And I wouldn't write down anything. And he's just like, how do you do that? I was, I don't know, just remember it, I guess. I mean, it's not much to remember. It's not hard. But, you know, like, uh, it was just the two different things. And then, yeah, me and Kyle hang out, and I mean, it, was, it was great. I mean, the guy just had a high motor. So, you know, if you're going to, like, give him just a, a half a second step, he got you. You know, and if they want to hesitate on me, then I got you. So it was, it was dominant. And also what a lot of people didn't realize who made me also great was uh, Keith. You know, because a lot of times I blew my assignment and Keith would cover me, you know. So, like, if I was going in a different gap than I'm supposed to, like, Keith was like, well, heck, I'm five years, five yards back. I can sit here and, uh, you know, I can cover your gap and he'll just take that one and destroy it. So uh, that, was a, that was a big thing that a lot of people didn't really know about it. Mike, Keith, what is your favorite Albert Hainsworth moment? There were a bunch. I mean, in 2007 and 2008, he was clearly the best defensive player in the NFL, and it, it wasn't close. It was, uh, to use a term that he will like, it was a Reggie White-esque. It was, uh, you, they couldn't do anything with you. I don't know that there was any one moment. It was just about watching him mash people and take over games and to be as big a man as Albert was. And what did you weigh during those years? About 340. Okay. Amy, to see how quickly this guy got off the ball was phenomenal. I mean, it would look like he was offside. He would be coming off the ball so quickly, and he took such a great – his pad level was great. And, I mean, Wash had refined his technique to the point that this guy was a machine, and there was nothing anybody could do with him. And and we had – I mean, Keith Bullock, great player. Kyle Vandenbosch, great player. Played with Javon Kirst mm-hmm. twice. I, I mean, Samari Roll was here. Kevin Carter was here. I mean, we had some guys and some guys up front, but there was no one who had played or has played to that level. And that was what was so special to watch was a guy be that great over that extended period of time. When you're that big and that powerful, where does the athleticism come from? That's a good question. I don't, I, you know, Thank I you. Don't, 
I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, uh, my family is a basketball family, to be honest, and I suck at basketball. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm the only one that played football. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I guess, the running and stuff. I always a faster defense alignment. And um, it really got to the point where me and Wash uh, sat there and watched film and about just just getting off the ball. And everybody talks about getting off the ball. And you can see, you can watch film like the way we used to watch film. When a quarterback's in shotgun now, the ball is halfway or almost in the quarterback's hand before anybody has their first step down. So we used to, you know, just that little little flinch or little just little things you would watch or known the snap count. Like I used to know Peyton Manning's snap count. So I knew exactly when to go, and I would go before the offensive line. So, because uh, they don't want you to get off the ball, you know that takes you, it, you know that takes pressure off of them. So, uh, I mean, just little things like studying that is getting off the ball, and then and then really yeah, your paddle level in your hands, and not letting somebody like get into your chest. You know, your first thing is like that. So you're so you're getting off the ball fast. And your hands are extended out, so before you know it, you're knocking somebody back. See, I wasn't I wasn't the strongest uh, defense lineman. You know, like I was practicing against uh, Zach Pillars, like a 600 pound bencher. You know, I was like probably like 375 bencher. You know, but like I I my pad level and my and my my hands were inside. So that's what I guess that made me better uh, and and good at what my position. Well, long arms, not good for bench pressing, but, no. but great for playing in the defensive. <laughs> I mean, the guys who are going to bench press a bunch are short-arm guys. You don't have mm-hmm. as far to take it. But long-arm guys have such an advantage in the line. I, I mean, it is, especially if you know how to use them. When was the moment that it clicked, or was there a moment when it clicked in and you said, wait a minute, what Coach Washburn is telling me is right. I get this. I can really, really do this at a high level. Really, you know, like uh, what what really kind of changed it for me and uh, was off season like workouts. Um, I started doing like on my own. I hired a trainer, which was uh, you know Chip Smith and, and Trip Smith, and we would work out one on one. So what what I noticed like here. Or, or all around the NFL, that everybody almost does the same workouts. Right. Like when you're, you're going to run, like, okay, D-line, they're going to run 40 yards. You know, linebackers are going to run 50 yards. DB is going to run 60 yards. Well, they're all doing pretty much the same thing. Well, we started doing position-specific run, like drills, like quick, fast, like getting off. I mean, just things just, just for defense alignment, and that's really – my excel it was where like where I became better and better and that's why I saw a difference on the field from uh really I think it was the year after the year I got uh yeah after the year after I got suspended and I went and had hired my own guy and I did that workout and then 2006 the yep and well at 2000 going to that 2007 season I did and um I mean, that's where it really changed. Everybody was just like, well, they thought it was just a contract year. I said, no, I just like my agent was just like, hey, 
Why don't you try working out with this guy, you know, and see how that works out, you know? And uh, I was like, yeah, but I don't like working out with a bunch of people and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, well, it was like, have him come there. It might cost you a little bit more, but have him come to your house. So he stayed with me, and we would, he would work out, you know, like, in the morning, you know, doing all kind of running drills, all kind of stuff. We Actually, I used to work out at, a, at Centennial, on Centennial's track. Yeah. Centennial High School, mm-hmm. where we're practicing Friday night. Exactly. That's exactly where I used to work out at. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Me and me, me and uh yeah, me and Trip, uh Chip Smith's sons. Uh so yeah, we used to we used to really get after it there. I'll tell you what, that sounds aggressive though. It sounds it, like a lot of work. It, it it was, but it was fun, you know. I mean, cuz he would do stuff with me and then we would go to uh I'm trying to think uh where do you go? I think to the Y <laughs> to lift. You know, I, mean, I saw like, you at the Y. I, mean, yeah. I was like, what's Howard Hainsworth doing at the Y? Yeah. Lifting? What Lifting, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we would do. We would do like uh, things like that. No fancy gyms or anything like that. But literally, we'd be out there on Centennials. But here's what I don't get. Field. How can those guys work out with you in that way with you being so much bigger? Didn't you well, nearly? I mean, because they would, uh, they would stand in front of you and do things as no, well. Okay. No, no, okay. It was just like different types of drills, oh, okay. things that you don't, you don't see. I mean, like, I mean, he'd have this. Uh, it was called I call it a death trap bag. <laughs> I mean, it was this huge, big duffel bag that he would want me to carry out there, and it's got all kind of contraptions in it to, to, to hook you up, the stuff with your arms, your legs. I mean, it, it was just all kind of weird stuff, but it worked. It worked. I mean, about the quickness. And, I mean, it really it really changed my game. It really did. And, I mean, he's, he's still in, uh, he's doing, doing great business now, but, like, the guy, it, I mean, he could change. He could change somebody's life, literally. You know, what was one of the best parts of being around you was you were 20 when you got here. And I mean, yeah. you talked about you got to Tennessee when you were 17. You have a 17 year old son, so you know how young that is now. Oh my gosh! And you were you were so young, you had a lot of growing up to do. And in watching you over the period of time you were here, and watching you grow up, go mm-hmm. through things, battle through things, mm-hmm. you you changed dramatically. Who who are the people that really helped you grow up in that way? Because, quite frankly, it was a very different Albert Hainsworth that left than the one who got here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to think. I was, a, I was a kid. You were a baby. Yeah. I was 20 years old. Yeah. And, you know, you had a ton of money. I mean, it was just like, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And then, like, the attitude and all that stuff. So, uh, I mean, I would say it was Wash. You know I mean? Like, um, it was everybody. I mean, it just we got along and it just kind of grew and they – they knew how I was, you know, they understand it was like a, kind of like a, one of a joke, but it was also like, I'm not a liar. Like, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell you, you know, how it is. And I think it's, people started like learning my personality. And then that's why I think like uh, a lot of people just took me the wrong way because they didn't know my personality. Like I'm, a, you know, I'll joke and laugh and have a good time, but you know, also I'm not going to sugarcoat anything to, you know, for you. So, um, I mean, everybody just knew exactly how I was. You know, I've, I've been here. They've been around me for a, a long time, so they knew how I was. So we're starting the caravan in 2008. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're taking Albert out. And 
Albert's not <laughs> extremely happy with his contract at that point. He's on yeah. the caravan bus. It's Cookville. And oh, yeah. he gives an interview where he says he was not really crazy about the offseason moves the Titans had made. Oh. Hey, I Day one of the honest. caravan. Well, you were honest. That's, that's 100% true. I, Didn't make our job easy yeah. that day. <laughs> Yeah, I never made it easy. But <laughs> well, yes, you did. I, you were at, you were a caravan all star. You understood. I mean, for years, and the caravan was was very was not easy, yeah. and it was certainly not easy for you because you were a go to guy due to your Titans and UT ties. Mm-hmm. But nobody did better with the kids, and I think you understood what it meant to people that they were getting to meet a professional athlete, particularly kids in middle school and I mean you got it as much or more than anybody it was really it was really a special thing to see and I would tell people that and they would say well that's not the Albert Hainsworth I see I said but Albert Hainsworth is not like anybody else mm-hmm. yeah. fair yeah no that's true that's true like they can't uh look at me or people think uh what they saw in the field was with me and 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 like real life, and or like in the street life, or you know, like just on the streets or whatever. I was like, no, not at all. I like you got to be, you got to be mean, you got to be vicious, you got to be like nasty out there, you know. But like, you see me, uh, you know, in person, they're like, man, I was like, I never would have thought you were like that. Like, oh. You're one of the guys with the switch. It flips when it's yeah. time to get into football mode, oh, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where you and Van and Bosch were alike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was – see, Kyle could talk to you. See, I wouldn't talk to you. You know, I'd be pacing up down the sidelines thinking, like, I, I can't believe this guy's on the field with me. I'm about to tear his head off. I mean, that's where I was. Yeah. Like, I mean, my where my mind was is just – it was out there. I mean, it was battle. I mean, I know it's a game, but it was, you know, it's a battle. You're playing, uh, I mean, uh, you're playing against, you know, two guys. You have, you know, two guys on you. I mean, you got to you gotta dominate, you know, and that's what I really wanted to do. Um, I mean, you know, that's why I instill that into you uh, to, to be like, you know, be honest. It's just like, you know, embarrass him in front of his family. You know, like, you know how. Oh, you know, absolutely. How was. Yeah, it was. It was it was something else. So you had to like, live up to the standard. Oh yeah, and so that's I, I I adopted that, and that's that's how I felt. And he knew that's how it was. He like he wouldn't say anything to me on the uh, during a game day, like nothing, nothing at all, because he knew I was already there. So how long does it take to come down from that though? I'm sure you don't walk out of the stadium and you're like, oh, I'm Albert Hainsworth. Hi guys. No, it, it it it'll take it would take like. Uh, I mean, at least, at least at night to get you know to get calm down, you know, or because like at the time I was married and like I wouldn't talk to my wife. She figured it out. Like I just wouldn't talk. You know, it was just it was just kind of like a a, a very aggressive, very um, like kind of anger. Uh, even my best friend, he like learned that because one day I, I went to. Uh, well, I, you know, before we went to the stadium, I came to my condo, and and so like I'm already in that mindset. You know, leaving the hotel, and uh, he was in the condo, kind of small. You know, it was like two bedroom, whatever. And then I didn't say a word to him. And then so like later after the game and stuff like that, he's like, I, I, "Are you 
mad at me? <laughs> I was like, and then he was just like, realized, like, oh man, it was you, you were in your gay mode. I was like, yeah, just, you know, nothing against you. It's just like, hey, this is where I'm at. Like, I'm not mad at you. It's just, I'm ready to play. So, what are you most proud of? Uh, hmm. I don't know. What I'm proud of. Like being here, you know, I mean, just, I don't know, just in, enjoying here, I guess. I don't you know, I mean, like, like all you guys are like family, like Mike Keefe. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, like you guys are like family. Like, I mean, it's just, it's like a reunion coming here, you know, yeah. like it, it, it feels good. That's well, you I, earned it. Yeah. I mean, well, even that, but it's just still, it's just like a family. Other, you got to, went to other places, not like that. This is a, this is a unique place. It is People a unique place. People don't know that. It is. Like, they don't understand that. This is a very unique place compared to a lot of other teams. And then that was the thing I thought. I was like, okay, well, you know, other teams going to be like that. Not even close. Night and day. What would you do differently in your football career? I would have most definitely uh, – I would have probably pushed my agent to, like, talk to the Titans more, you know. Um, definitely take my time, um, and see what would have happened. You know, for me, it wasn't about the money for him, you know, of course my agent, that's a big, that's a big accomplishment. Well, yeah. And that's his job. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he did his job and he does his job well. So, uh, me, I think I would have took more, more hold of it instead of just letting him like go with it and, and nothing wrong with that because he did a great job but I think I would have pushed more to stay here that family that you mentioned that feeling of home is that what made you want to move back yeah because it just feels right I don't anywhere else I mean don't get me wrong I love Florida and, and probably it was you know, and moved to Florida but like um here I mean it's just I I, I kind of I, I don't know how to explain it you know it's just like it's like a normal place. Like, I can go places, and it's cool. They're like, you know, hey, they know who you are. Like, oh, man, hey, you know, cool. But they're not like like the, like, up north, like the pushy, you know, and rude and stuff like that. Like, people who are here, this is southern hospitality, I guess is what it is. Absolutely. You know? and, and there, it was like, was not. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of made me uh, bitter, you know. Like that way. All right. Any of your kids going to be big time athletes, or are they big time athletes? Are we going to see them in college or, or maybe in professional sports? Um, I mean, they have a possibility. Like uh, I have a I have an older son. My my oldest son is seventeen. Uh, he's starting to figure out there's no six four, six five foot centers in, in ah, basketball. Yes. So uh, he is uh, trying out for some camp or went to some camps. And getting a lot of interest. Um, so hopefully he can play football maybe this year. Uh, I mean, it's his last year. But I have a, I have a 12-year-old that uh, is, is, is super aggressive, um, like super strong. He's fast. Now, is he the young man I've heard about that had to play up several ages when he was – Yeah. One of your children, I know, when he was like seven, he had to play with the 12-year-olds or something crazy like that. <laughs> no, maybe he, not that far, but yeah, you know he, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's playing with like the eight, eight, nine year olds. Yeah, he's uh yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be really good. He's uh very strong, very 
uh, very detailed. Oh. Like he's extremely detailed. Like uh, he doesn't like, uh, and this is like, because the two kids are different. Like my oldest son to my 12-year-old. Oldest son you got to yell at, like scream at, you know, kind of like wash. <laughs> like, like the youngest son, you can't you can't do that. You gotta like you gotta give him talk to him. details, yeah. yeah, and then he'll get it. Because if you scream and yell, you lose him. I mean, not that that he just shuts off, but he doesn't understand. He needs to tell him like, hey, you need to put your hands on this way, and you know, half a man this way, and stuff like that. You gotta like, really coach him. So uh, and he's good. And then I have a daughter. Uh, she's she'll be fourteen in September. Uh, it's a girl. You know, but uh, she's honestly probably more like me than any of them. Like her, 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 hate to say it, like her body, like type and size, like she's very, like thick, very strong legs. And uh, I mean, she's an athlete. She's she's only 14. Well, volleyball, basketball. I know. No, like when she played basketball or played volleyball, but no basketball, uh, it's like soccer. Wow, and, yeah. and she's a she's a she's a phenomenal goalie, and uh, I mean she's already tall. She's already uh, Eleni's probably like right at about five eight, five nine at, at thirteen, yeah. almost four. Wow, wow, yeah. And her mom's only five two, so she's uh, she's like sprouting up there. Yeah, she's, that's got to be wow. fun for you watching all this. It, it's it's something else, and then they. You know, they're with the kids that come to attitude. So I was like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> See all this gray hair? Uh, oh, listen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. what uh, my grandmother always used to say. She said, yeah, you, she had a phrase for it that I can't remember right offhand. But uh, you always get it back. All the stuff I gave, I have gotten back. Oh yeah, uh, dramatically. I, I can see that. Yeah, well, I, I was you know, seventeen. I was like, Lord, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's something else. But uh, no, I mean, you call Coach Fulmer or Coach Brooks and say, "I'm sorry." Yes, <laughs> I know. I, hey, I still talk to Coach Fulmer all the time. Yeah, yeah, I do. But yeah, I know it's just like God. Was I really that bad? <laughs> Maybe I was. And I look back at some of the old film of me, like, uh, like I guess the first was it OTAs or something, me fighting. I'm like, man, okay. Who'd you get in a fight kids. with at OTAs? I don't know. Probably all the O-line. <laughs> you know, as always. They weren't something. crazy about you for a while. Yeah. yeah. Until well. you got really good and you were helping the team win a lot. Then they <laughs> thought you were okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were like, oh, this spoiled freaking 20-year-old and all that stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm the sure. good news for you, though, Drew, some of those years you had Brad Castle here, who they liked a lot less. So. <laughs> yeah, Brad was, oh, my God. You talk about crazy, Amy. Uh, yeah. Brad Castle, one of my all-time favorite Titans. I could tell you stories. They tried to take him out one training camp when he was – he was an undrafted rookie, and they, they were trying their best to, to finish him off because they did. Because, I mean, he lit guys up. It didn't matter how big up. you were. He lit the offensive linemen up. And so they were trying to take him out and couldn't do it. He, I mean, he was like an old-school oh, yeah. linebacker. Yeah. Like, he, he, like, he should have played, like, back in, like, the 60s and 70s. Like, you know, he'd be like, you know, <laughs> after practice, you know, he like bleeding in the chin or on the Well, forehead. he had the place on his nose yeah, yeah. that no, was like, cut open. Every practice every, it was cut open. It, it was, I mean, he'll light you up, light you up. I mean, he was an 
incredible. Sounds like my kind of guy. Oh, he was. He mm-hmm. should have ridden to practice on a horse. I mean, he was. <laughs> he was a cow. He was a cowboy from Texas, and uh, I mean, just tougher than a stump. Oh, I yeah. mean, just fantastic. I yeah. love it. I loved. I mean, he he. Uh, he had some fantastic sayings. Most of them we couldn't repeat on a family show. <laughs> but yeah. uh, the offensive lineman did not like him. Yeah. He was he probably voted least popular all time because in practice, he's trying to make the ball club. Oh, and yeah. then when they challenged him, it was like, okay, fine. I mean, he would have he mm-hmm. fought anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like he's that, that guy you want to have on your corner. You, you got it. Yeah. You gotta, you, he's going to have your back. How long could we do? We could do this for hours. Uh, it is so it. good to see you yeah. here. Okay, give us a quick, before we let you go, quick thought on the ball club you saw today. What do you like? I like it. I think they're, uh, I think they're very talented. Um, not a ton of, like, superstars, I would say, but I think, like, everybody is very good. Probably, like, I mean, I think they're going to surprise people. You know what I mean? Or it could either go either way, you know? Right. Because I think – they don't have, like, somebody that can really, really take over the game. But they're all, like, they're all, like, like eights. You know, they're, like, all up there. And, and like, if they all play together, this is going to be a dynamic team. You know I mean? It really is. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, it could go far. I'll know? take dynamic team. I'll take dynamic. Well, that's what they were saying about the 2008 team. Yeah. You know, coming in, you watch that team, you said, well, this is a good ball club if things fall right. Because it, it felt like that team was fitting together well in training camp. And I don't know that I'm ready to go that far with this team, but there is a little bit of that, you know, good yeah. first week. Yeah. yeah. If they yeah if they literally stick together and, and, and just, like, keep going, it's going to be a really good team. Like, I mean, this is going to be a really good team. Or – they don't they don't gel it's going to go the other way well but they're going to gel yeah trust me yeah they're going to gel. this is not the caravan in 2008 <laughs> <laughs> and mike you know mike uh playing you know i mean like he's going to be a player's coach he's yeah gonna, i think he's going to have him have him there so i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what they're going to do well, we're excited to see you thank you for yeah. doing this no problem anytime albert hainsworth with us on the otp Albert Hainsworth replaced on the OTP now by the great Jim Wyatt, TitansOnline.com. Got to get a little practice news in today, even though it's great to see the big man and great to see a lot of alumni at practice today. Who surprised you among the group? Anybody? Well, uh, the biggest surprise, and I don't think it was by, uh, you know, it, it wasn't intentional, but uh, I saw Derek Mason and Brad Hopkins running toward one of the officials, and I'm thinking, who is this guy? And it was Terry Killens, a linebacker who was on the uh, Super Bowl team, was on the field for the Music City Miracle. He was here as part of Alumni Day. Uh, he's been an official for a while and just happened to be working Titans practice. I thought that was cool. It was great to see Albert. Uh, seeing him catch up with Floyd Reese uh, for a long time during uh, the early portion of practice. I can only imagine what those guys were talking about. Albert, I'm sure, it brought back a me- lot of memories as you guys talk with him uh, just about his days here. We, we had a lot of uh, a lot of Albert Hainsworth storylines that played out right before our very eyes here on the practice field uh, You know, back in the day. You know, the Titans really just have a strong group of alumni. It's always good to see them back together and – see him back in the building and walking around but we've got some real real fun guys to come back i love when we do alumni things it's always cool to see eugene amato back too because i just left the cafeteria where they were serving uh food from his restaurant 
Uh, he's got the Hawaiian. That's why you like seeing. Yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, he keeps losing weight. He looks like an offense. I mean, he looks like a basketball player. Hard to believe he was an interior offensive lineman, but he's got, uh, you know, he's got a pretty good uh, uh, menu on his uh, at his restaurant. I wish I could think of the name of it. Can you help me out? L and L Grill, isn't it? L <laughs> and L Grill. Okay, there you go. Good plug for Eugene Amano there. All right, so let's talk about practice specifically today. What jumped out to you, Jim White? Well, unfortunately, uh, you know we, we'll, we don't know the extent of the injury, but John the Cyprian leaving early uh, was the most noticeable thing from practice. Uh, you know, a day after Ty Smith goes on injury reserve, uh, you see John the Cyprian go down. Coaches were with him for a while. Trainers huddled around him. He ended up leaving with trainers, and uh, you just have to keep your fingers crossed and hope that's not a significant injury. Kendrick Lewis left early. You saw Demontre Hurst line up with Kevin Byard with the first team. That's not a, a tandem that you expect to see out there today, but that's the way things played out. I thought as far as action goes, I thought Corey Davis had a good day. He did drop a ball early. Marcus Mariota found him on a deep ball. He didn't catch it cleanly. He tried to catch it on a second time when it bounced in the area. Dory Jackson had none of that, knocked it down, but I thought he bounced Bounced back well, made some nice catches. Derrick Henry had a good day running the football and uh, uh, continue to see. And, and, and I think Tajay Sharp, I was going to say, continue to see Taewon Taylor make, make plays. And I thought he did, but I thought Tajay Sharp had a really good day as well. I was going to mention 84 today. He's what who really stuck out to me. Um, just the way that he's been catching balls. Him and Marcus look as though they are getting on more and more of the same page every day couple of roster changes for the Titans to touch on. Johnny Maxey, who spent time with the Titans last year, is back in the defensive line. He's a 6'5", 283-pound player from Mars Hill. And then a rookie from Oklahoma, 6'4", 335, Devontae Lampkin out of Oklahoma, nicknamed, maybe the best nickname on the team right now, Punkin. <laughs> and we'll see how many people listen to the OTP by at the Centennial practice on Friday or at the Nissan Stadium practice on Saturday, they they cheer for Punkin. He might have played today, too. You're He's a big practice. man. You know, uh, Dalen Dawkins got a handoff, went up the middle, and he was there waiting for him. So I, I looked at 97 and said, okay, I don't remember seeing him out here before. Obviously, Claude Pilon, who was waved injured, was wearing that number four, but it was a different different guy, and it ended up being uh, being your guy. So uh, made a nice play at the start. I'm a huge fan of the Punkin nickname. I want him to make this team just for that reason. I love it. I love it so hard. Oh. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right. So Ty Smith out for the year, put on injured reserve. That's a big loss in the secondary. Yeah, because you know, you know, describing the secondary, you, you talk about it being one of the strengths of the team because it's so deep. I mean, you've got obviously Logan Ryan and Dory Jackson and Malcolm Butler and then LaShawn Sims and Ty Smith was part of that five pack. You take him out and it's uh, you get into the depth a little bit. You know, LaShawn Sims, obviously a solid player who's played in some big games, but I think it opens the door for some of the other guys behind him. I mean, guys we've talked about, Kalen Reed, one of them, Rico Gafford, Joseph Esty, all these guys can get more opportunities opportunities with Ty Smith out uh, you hate it for Ty because you know he did play some big games last year started the two playoff games and uh, now he's facing a, a road to recovery well and he was having a good camp too yep. we had talked about him a couple times here on the OTP so you hate to see that happen but what an opportunity for some of these young yep. guys who are trying to make this team by the way I didn't get to see the full extent of practice today because I got to take part in something really special at Nissan Stadium 
the United Way and uh, over 800 volunteers there today packing, uh, stuffing the bus as they call it, packing school supplies for 1,100 kids getting ready to start back to school. And that was a fantastic event to see all those volunteers there. And I apologize to them for having to run off, but I was trying to get back and, and knew we were going to do the OTP and some other things. So I apologize for having to step out. But that was a really great experience and, and something that the United Way does that is very special. Very, yeah, it's very, uh, a cool, very cool event. I wish I could have been there with you, but it sounds like you held it down pretty well. <laughs> you know, Mike Keith takes care of business. And things like that, he doesn't mess around. Straight to all I did was talk. For a very short period of time, so I didn't do a whole lot. All right, let's uh, talk about what's coming up. 9.50 tomorrow here at St. Thomas Sports Park. 7 o'clock at Centennial High School in Franklin on Friday night. 3.30 on Saturday at Nissan Stadium. So some some real good work to get in before the next off day. Jim, what are you looking for in those three practices? I, I think you just want to see continued improvement from the offense. I mean, I, I think you know, we've seen, seen six practices so far. I think you know, I feel safe in saying that uh, the defense has won the majority of those practices. Sometimes they go back and forth. I think the offense is, is starting to show some improvement. You just want to see continued improvement from the offense. And uh, – uh, though there will be a lot of excitement at Friday on Friday night at Centennial, I remember that practice last year is one of my favorite ones of the of training camp, if not my most favorite one of camp, just because uh, you're under the lights. There's extra juice there. The fans are right on top of you at the high school stadium, and uh, it, it's a, it'll be a fun atmosphere. So I, I'm looking forward to that one. And then the, the the stadium practices are always cool, and seeing the young guys who've not been in the stadium. Uh, at all yet. Now they get a chance to walk in there, play uh, in front of fans, and uh, they'll all sign autographs, I'm sure, at some point during the session. The Centennial experience is one of the best ones that I've ever had in regards to a training camp. Our staff here, uh, the group that does all of the logistics, I mean, it's amazing the time that they put in to make it happen, and the coordination with Centennial and with the people at Williamson County Schools with the fact that that facility has tons of parking which makes it easy to come out to that practice. Uh, that was one of the bigger hits we've ever had, and I hope people will choose to turn out on Friday night because they'll really, really enjoy it. Yeah, and I remember before practice started last year, there was a time where some of the players wandered over to the fence line and spent some time with fans. So it is a time for you to really get up close and see these guys. It's great to come out to training camp here as well, and we've seen good crowds. Uh, but it, it is different from there, uh, you know, out there at the high school field. And uh, I'm sure they'll work on some things that fans will enjoy seeing. It's very reminiscent of a Friday night football game. You know, it just you're under the lights. There's a bunch of people there. You're on this field. It feels very intimate. It's probably the closest you can get to this team. That's going to wrap up this edition of the official Titans podcast. We're back with another edition tomorrow following practice. As a matter of fact... Amy Wells' interview with Ian Rappaport. We'll hear on that very show from the NFL Network. He was in town. We'll have a chance to play that for you and discuss what happens in tomorrow's workout. Remember to read Jim Wyatt at TitansOnline.com. Follow him on Twitter at Sports. Follow Amy Wells on Twitter at TitansAmy, A-M-I-E. For Amy, for Jim, for Jeff Harding, and for Albert Hainsworth, I'm Mike Keith. Thanks for listening to the OTP.